everybody. Welcome to Take 5 today. Today, um, you know, I've been thinking about today's episode for a while, kind of letting it gel in my mind because as I've I've talked with different people over the last several podcasts, certain, I don't know, feelings and thoughts have kind of come up in my brain. Uh, Longtime Girl Scout here, right? Been around for a long, long time, 47 years now. And um, Girl Scouts matters a lot to me, obviously, right? Uh, so I, I wanted to bring on somebody that many of you know and, and I've actually had on a few times and, you know, I have to tell you, she's my boss. But anyway, um, <laughs> uh, that's not the reason why she's here. Uh, I, I wanted you to meet uh, Danielle Delchinos in a different light today, a little bit different light. Yeah, now she's beginning to worry. Um, and uh, give you a chance to get to know her. And I, I wanted um, to talk about Girl Scouts. So, uh, Danielle, welcome. Glad you're with me today. Uh, glad you let me uh, talk you into coming on and spending some time about this. So say hello. So the people- Hi, everybody. The there we go. Uh, my here. name is uh, Danielle, as Lori mentioned, and um, I'm excited to be here to answer whatever questions Lori wants to ask me today. <laughs> there you go. Ooh. Oh, it's a good thing I can edit right now. Um, so, Danielle, how long have you been a Girl Scout? I've been a Girl Scout for 30 years, um, which um, I just got my 30-year pin this year after our volunteer appreciation uh, celebration. So. so, you've been a Girl Scout since you were... I have been a Girl Scout since I was in kindergarten, so you can do the math if you want to figure out how old I am. Um, but I have been a Girl Scout from uh, when I started in Daisies all the way through elementary school, high school. Um, I thought, like many people, that was, mm -hmm. I was done. I graduated um, and I was walking around my college campus um, during my first fall and all the different activities had um, tables out. And there was a very enthusiastic um, person there who said, hey, we do Girl Scouts. Do you wanna do Girl Scouts? We do Girl Scouts at, on campus as campus Girl Scouts. And we're gonna do things that we did you know, together as a group. And we might also run some troops and we're just gonna do Girl Scouts in college. And I was like, yes, obviously sign me up. Um, so I stayed in through college um we had a lot of fun we did a lot of training and went on just overnights together as a group and we ran some troops um and when i graduated i decided I needed a troop break so i um, volunteered to become a learning facilitator a trainer um and did that for a few years and then i joined the staff about five years ago so so you've been you've been around you've worked your way <laughs> up through the ranks right <laughs> um but seriously like going from a, a girl member to a campus girl scout to a facilitator or trainer and then um on to staff uh that transition from girl member to adult member is something that a lot of people don't talk about you know we we say oh you know i i was a, oh i was a girl scout when i was a kid and and that kind of suggests that volunteers or adult members aren't really a thing, right? But but really we're a culture, right? That that adult or volunteer uh, experience is, uh, it's special, it's special, right? And 
as I was thinking about this, I, I spent some time, I, I talked with Sarah Kelly uh, about outdoor stuff and we were talking about kind of our own memories and recipes and things like that. And, and I, I've talked with a bunch of different people and our girl experience bleeds into our adult experience for those of us who were girl members. But a lot of us, uh, a lot of our volunteers were never girl members or had maybe a marginal girl experience or um, had a great one and seemed to have forgotten, right? Our stories matter. And it doesn't really matter how long that how long ago that story started or you know where the gap was in it but there's a story so my first question for you danielle is um you know since we're wearing these t-shirts these days right that say what they say ask me ask me about girl scouts with our beautiful trefoil and, and it's a beautiful color you know notice not a shred of green on that just green in my background today um you know, we're wearing these ask me about Girl Scouts things. And and I wonder what are we what are we telling people? You know, our narrative, our story, uh, we need to be able to distill into some some pretty tight almost sound bites, but at the same uh, at the same time we don't want to sound like an infomercial. We don't want to <laughs> sound like marketing advertisement, right? We want to share the heart of what we are. We all have a pivotal story. Some some of us have multiple from Girl Scouts, right? Danielle, can you think of about a think about a, a pivotal story from your Girl Scout narrative, your your Girl Scout history? Um, you know, what's what was a pivotal experience or a pivotal person that if you could tell somebody about something that made a difference, you'd share. Oh, okay. Um, to your point, I think there are there are so many, right? And this is that moment where like the catalog of your life is going like through your brain. Um, I think I think one of the ones and one of the places that I always I always talk about is like why I even got involved in the first place. Um, I. Um, a woman that I lovingly refer to as mom, even though she is not my mother, um, moved to our town and she had a daughter who was in kindergarten and she said, hey, I I want her to make friends. How are she going to make friends in town? I'm going to start a Girl Scout troop. And that invitation to, hey, would you live down the street? Would you like to join our Girl Scout troop? Um, really sort of started me on this path. And um, she was with us through, you know, through all of it. She probably knew more about what happened in my junior high day. Um, yeah. She probably knew more about what happened in junior high than she ever wanted to know. Um, but, you know, it's funny. I also see that reflected in, um, I'm a, I'm also a troop leader. And last year was our first year and we were having a conversation one day and my daughter shared something with the troop that had happened to her at school mm-hmm. that she hadn't shared with me as her mom yet mm-hmm. and i thought that that was that really stuck with me that was really powerful to me because it was this sort of space where she felt okay sharing something that either 
we just hadn't brought up as a topic yet in our family or maybe I don't know exactly why, but I really like it. It really jumped out to me over the course of um, in that meeting. Um, I think another one, you know, another sort of pivotal person and pivotal moment is kind of to your point of like, I've actually pushed myself, made maybe even made more Girl Scout friends in my adult volunteering adult mm-hmm. years in Girl Scouts than I ever yeah. knew in my troop and in, in, um, in that time. Mm-hmm. Um, and Girl Scouts has always for me been a place where um, there's been different mentors who've said, you should try this. And I have had a lot of self-doubt. Like I think a lot of, you know, our girls do. And, you know, even as a young adult um, where I was like, I am not ready. I am not ready to do that. I don't know if I'm qualified to do that. I don't know if I have the official on the paper training or the credentials or, you know, the whatever. And um, I have appreciated that there have been um, several mentors in my Girl Scout time that have said, mm-hmm. you might not believe in yourself yet, right? Mm-hmm. I believe in you. Here's what I see that maybe you aren't seeing yet. And let's just try it. And if it fails, mm-hmm. that's okay. We'll learn from that. And if it succeeds, well then well, look at that. You're, you know, um, and most of the time I have surprised myself, um, yeah. by, you know, succeeding in those ways, um, that maybe I didn't quite have the confidence for, um, a few of the times it didn't really work out and that's okay too. You know, they were really great experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a, uh, when I was, I think I had just graduated college a few years prior mm-hmm. and I was a volunteer facilitator and there was an opportunity to do a national, um, committee, national group. Mm-hmm. And I did it for about six months and realized it wasn't the right fit for me. And as someone mm-hmm. who likes to help and likes to say yes, um, I had to say no to that. And I was really afraid to say no to the person who had suggested that I try it, had really encouraged yeah. me to do it, had said, you have the skills for this, you have the right you know, perspective. And I said, I really can't do this right now. Um, mm-hmm. And she said one of the most powerful things to me was I really um, respect that you sort of knew your boundary and that you said no, right? Because it can be hard to, to say no right. when you realize something's not right for you. Um, so I think that was another really pivotal time in my adult my adult volunteering and my adult. Uh, right. And, and we continue as adults having those pivotal learning moments. Um, it's interesting, the story you just shared. Uh, one of the things that I do every day is I, I go into GS Learn and I, I look at kind of the checkups that people do as they're coming on board as brand new leaders. And one of the questions in our Daisy Essentials course is, you know, which of the five outcomes is the most important one to you? And which do you hope your girls develop this year? And just this morning, um, I was going through and reading, and this is a response to that question. I am new to the Girl Scout organization. And my hope for these young girls is to cultivate a strong sense of self. I believe when you encourage young girls to believe in themselves, they will also believe in and support other girls, classmates, family, and friends. I see the value of girls supporting girls because one day they will become women who support other women. Having a safe, fun environment and opportunity to engage with one another 
is essential for, essential for healthy growth, development, and self-esteem. I believe strongly in teaching girls to be there for one another, to always support girls in your community. When we show girls the importance of lifting one another up from a young age, it sets them up for a lifetime of female empowerment. Wow, yeah, that was a wow. And this is someone who has no experience about Girl Scouts, but after reading about our outcomes, she sees this as the most important thing for this year for her daisies, right? Daisies are, are kindergarten grade one. And what you just spoke about actually shows the beginning of that and then the presence of that in, in the current time we're in. Yes, your college experience, but it goes on, right? Um, being able to see those values, not only for our girl members and then, oh, they're all graduated, we're done. It's the values for the girls, the teen girls, the young women, uh, and, and those of us who are getting older, right? We continue to support one another. So why do you believe in Girl Scouts? Why did you get your daughter involved? What do you want for her? What's that outcome you imagine? So when you, it's funny you ask because that when you first mentioned the five outcomes, the one that always comes back to me is that strong sense of self, because I, I really believe that that is mm -hmm. that first place, right? Of, um, if you have that, if you feel that you are in the driver's seat of your life, right? You are able to say yes to the things you want to say yes to and say no to the things that you want to say no mm -hmm. to. And, um, I, a joke that we have a very spirited troop of girls, um, my daughter included, and um, they have very strong thoughts and feelings about different things. They are not afraid to share them. And I love that. And as challenging as I can be in the moment when you were like, I need us to all go this direction or do this thing, or, you know, as a, as a parent of a, you know, of a, a daughter who is like, well, I don't want to do that. And, you know, um, that is that is a challenge as a parent. But when I take that step back and look and think about the, you know, reassurance and um, hope that when she gets to be older, right, and there is a mm -hmm. wider array of opportunities available to her, some maybe better choices than others. Um, right that she will know what she wants to do and will not as easily be coerced, I think, into, you know, feeling that pressure to make a decision that isn't right for her, right? Mm -hmm. um, on a sort of tangential scale, just started watching this documentary last night about college admissions and the pressure that both we as parents and as a society, but also kids put on themselves for these specific sort of ways your life can and should look. And I think this idea of that strong sense of self I want every girl, Girl Scout, um, every person who's part of our organization, young, mm -hmm. old, whatever, to feel comfortable and confident saying yes to the things that are right for them and no to the things that aren't right for them and being okay with that. You right. know, and that is a that's a scary, that's a scary big, that's big work to do that. Um, you know, even you know, myself every day, right? Saying right. yes and saying. 
So, you know, you talked about what you, you want for your daughter in this organization. I imagine the other girls in your troop as well. Yeah. And, and then, then you started talking about volunteers. So, yeah. so let's talk about our adults. Um, our volunteers uh, really run the gamut of age, of experience, of skills, of gifts, um, time. Time matters. And what does Girl Scouts offer us outside of the, you know, learning the ability to say yes and no? What <laughs> other what other good things can an adult member look for and experience within Girl Scouts? Yeah, I think on a really on a really personal level, right? Like um as a person as an adult person who's in mm -hmm. girl scouting as a volunteer i have made friendships that i have stayed in touch with over mm -hmm. 15 years over and and people that i knew that came in and out of my life that now i am much closer to than i would mm -hmm. have ever imagined um you know and uh it can be hard to make friends as an adult, right? When you're in, when you're younger, you just like, Hey, we're at the bus stop together. We must be best friends now. This is cool. <laughs> um, it can be really hard to make friends mm -hmm. as an adult, especially if you have, you know, moved somewhere. I don't live in the place now that I grew up in. Um, right. so a lot of my sort of network of friends from when I was younger. Spread right. And, and, and um, as a, a mother of young kids, you find like you're in with your kids, friends, parents, right? And that may or may not be the people you would have chosen for yourself, right? Yeah. So so Girl Scouts gives us something different. Yeah, yeah, it has given me friendships. Um, and it's funny because some of them are people who love to go be in the woods and sleep in a tent and sleep in a hammock and uh, sleep under the stars, which is not something um, that my spouse enjoys. Um, he is happy to send me off with my Girl Scout friends to go Mine do too. that yeah. when I want and need to. Um, sends me his well wishes and will see me later. Um, <laughs> exactly. Um, you know, and I think there's something really powerful about the conversations that you have with people around a campfire that mm -hmm. you may not always feel safe talking about when you, you know, you're in an office, fluorescent lights, full daylight. Right, um, right. It's kind of like that sleepover, that sleepover vibe for when you were a kid. Right. Um, but there's I'm also- I'm just tired enough to talk. I'm just yeah, tired right. enough to talk. <laughs> just relax and tired enough. And there's an intimacy of that, right? When it's a little yeah. bit dark and a little and bit- And a safety, and a safety. Yeah. Um, so I think friendships for me has been really huge. And friendships with people that um, have a huge array of backgrounds and experiences. I um, met and became, when I was volunteering as a trainer, I met and became friends with some women who are in a very different age group than me. Um, and just them sharing some of their own stories and their adventures through Girl Scouting mm -hmm. and, you know, what really resonated with them. And also having a sounding board. It's almost like having a, a group of, you know, mentors in some way of, right. hey, I'm going through this as a young parent or as not a parent yet. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, 
being able to talk through that with someone that like my mother loves me and she loves that I call her probably more than I did when I was younger. But <laughs> um, sometimes you just need, you know, a different perspective. So I think those right. friendships, um, you know, and I also touched on earlier a little bit of it's been a place for me to try things that I mm -hmm. maybe wasn't comfortable, you know, haven't been comfortable with doing um, in the past, mm -hmm. um, you know, different skills this year, I guess we're going to, um, our town, the town where my troop meets does a derby where they race cars. Um, anybody who knew me in high school who may be listening to this may remember some of our physics projects and the amount of scars I still have on my knuckles from different <laughs> catapults and mousetrap cars and other um, uh, science and action projects we had to do. So I am a little bit nervous about it, but um, I wanna get right in with the girls and learn right along with them. Um, so I think that there's also this sense of like trying things outside your comfort zone and you know um it's been kind of fun as an adult because I don't always like trying things outside my comfort zone so Girl Scouts is a place that kind of pushes me a little bit to do that mm -hmm. um so I think those are those are some of the big things for me. Girl, Girl Scouting is for adults as safe a place yeah. to learn as it is for girls. Now let's let's dig into Girl Scouts of Eastern Mass a little bit. We talk a lot about girl program and all of the great stuff that we've got going on for girls. And truly it runs the gamut, doesn't it? I mean, everything from derby cars kind of thing, right? Race cars to uh, sleeping in a hammock to Tonight, I'm making ginger shortbread with a virtual troop. That's something I'm doing tonight. And like, okay, you know, that's good. Yeah. Uh, lots of fun. But, you know, what's in it for our leaders? And, and specifically Girl Scouts of Eastern Mass leaders. What, what do we offer our adult membership that either people may, may know about and just have forgotten about or maybe don't know about it all? Yeah, so I think um try to decide if I'm gonna go really big down to really little or really little up to really big. Um, so I think on sort of like the everyday, we mm -hmm. have the volunteer toolkit, um, which is, you know, I use that often to help plan my meetings. Um sometimes I have printed it out and read it like word for word in moments because that was where I was at with how much time I had that week to plan. Um, right. So there are like, right, there are meeting plans that are down to the, down to the paragraph, down to the period. Um, sometimes I've winged it and cruised around in Pinterest and found different ideas there or reached out to different, you know, friends from my network of, mm -hmm. hey, I want to do something on this topic. Has anybody done this? Do they have any ideas? Um, so there's that resource of the volunteer toolkit for sort of meeting planning. Um, and you can, you know, you can spend 20 minutes or you could spend 12 hours if that is your cup of tea. Um, so we have, you know, we have that uh, as a resource. We also have, um, you kind of hinted at this earlier, the Daisy Essentials and other mm -hmm. um, essentials trainings that we offer for free on demand, whenever you comfort, you can watch it once, you can watch it 20 times, you can watch it in your PJs, watch it while you're, you know, doing dinner. 
Um, just make sure you're paying attention enough to answer the questions. Um, <laughs> but we have a lot of training resources on how to run a meeting, how to work with girls at this age level. So, you know, it's not like you're just set free with no, <laughs> you know, no life raft. So we do have that kind of uh, in the moment, every day, running a troop, you know, facilitating different experiences for girls. Mm -hmm. um, as we kind of get up and bigger and think about our, some of our older girls or our really adventurous, maybe younger girls. Um, as a volunteer, we have opportunities for you to get first aid CPR trained. We have opportunities for you to get wilderness first aid trained. You know, if you are really like being in the woods, um, you can come do that with us. Um, you know, I know that's something that you um, have facilitated, Lori, um, mm -hmm. and it's on my to-do list at some point to come do that training. Um, we have outdoor, you know, cooking and outdoor camping skills for those who are gonna take their girls camping. Um, I think one really powerful course um, that's really timely that you've actually brought to the organization through um, a certifying body is um, youth mental health first aid. And that was really powerful when I took that the first time. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I think it is a topic that's in the news. It's a topic that we often come up against when we least expect it. And um, taking that course really felt like I had some tangible tools that I could come back to when I was in that moment. Um, yep. You know, there was something really concrete about that. Um, every year we have our volunteer conference, which um, I'm sure you all listened to Annie talk about last week and we're really excited. It's coming up this weekend and, and um, next week. And there's and still time to register. There is, there is, there's still time to register. We'd love to see you in person on Sunday. We're gonna really lean into that campfire, camp, candlelight vibe. We're definitely gonna sing. Um, I know that's awesome. an important part of Girl Scouting. I, um, anybody who's been camping with me, I can't really carry a tune, but I will still sing quite loudly um, and with a lot of heart, so. That's all that matters. Um, <laughs> So come sing with us. Um, we're going to sing at least one of my favorite songs um, and possibly more, depending on um, what the group what the group's feeling like. It's really uh, it's going to be one of those real warm and fuzzy ones. And then we have some really cool keynotes. Um, so we really we really go out and find expert partners that can bring enrichment trainings to our mm -hmm. volunteers, um, especially around the conference season. Right, right. What's in the moment? What's going on? What what kind of personal and professional development? Mm -hmm. um do you need um at that time so i think that is a lot of the like training resources um mm -hmm. we also you can if you really want to do archery you can come do archery with us you can come go boating mm -hmm. um so we have those kind of fun experiences both you can get trained to do it with girls but also you can come just do it for fun Yep, we have a volunteer group um that organizes laura's got a patch there that organizes an event called the great escape um that is just girl scouts who want to hang out for the weekend together um grown up there's some workshops grown-up girl scouts grown all grown-ups all grown-ups um so that can be a lot of fun i know we have some other groups that have done similar um activities i know um i don't know if they're if they've done it this year because of covid there was a yeah. september fest group up uh up at Run Camp Runnels, Runnels, i believe Runnels. yep um, and I know on a smaller scale, different, you know, different service units in different communities do different things with their, with their volunteers. Sometimes they all just go to dinner together to, to talk right. and connect. You know, I think sometimes um, 
there's a lot of information shared at your leaders meetings, right? At, at your service unit level. Sometimes it's quarterly, sometimes it's every month. And a huge piece that we've been seeing a lot of is just time to network and connect um, during those, especially. So, um, you know, there's nothing like talking to the leader who's one year ahead of you being like, so how was it? What went on? What's happening? Right. And really connecting. Um, we've been lucky too in our town um, to, we, we've sort of paired ourselves up with um, one of the older troops in town. Um, so they are in, I think they're seniors this year. I think they were in 11th grade last year. So I think they're high school seniors. Um, and there's a, a handful of them and they have helped run some of the sort of town tradition activities with us. Um, so there's a community service project they do in the town every year. Um, and that that generational piece of growth scouting is also really, really powerful to me personally. I think that that's really, really cool. And and that starts, you know, like you said, with, with your Daisy Troop and those ambassadors being able to get together and share. And it's amazing looking at like the faces of the little ones, looking at the big ones and also the care and, and the involvement of the older ones with the younger ones. and then I, you know, we can mirror that at this event, right? This is all adults, uh, great escape and being able to spend time with people who are 20 years older than you or more and 20 years younger than you maybe or, or more and share and listen and sing and hang out. Um, I know, uh, you know, you'd think, well, you know, I'm, I'm done making good friends. Uh, I'm a grown up. We don't do that anymore. And and like you said, you know, making adult friends is hard, but it was actually Danielle last year's great escape, right? I was on virtually. I, I met Kay Glass virtually. Then I had a podcast with her about music and singing, and that was so much fun. And at the, it, and truly, that was like the longest podcast I've ever done. Um, <laughs> and, and at the end of it, after we had shut off the recorder, she said, you know, I'd like to invite you out to my house and, and we can sit and, and make music. And I go every month, you know, once a month, it, you know, I think I skipped a, a month during the summer because we were both, both <laughs> traveling, doing stuff. But being able to go and kind of, quote, sit at Kay Glass's feet and and listen to her stories and her songs and and be pushed a little bit uh, in ways that I haven't been pushed in a while and kind of try this or play this or now I've got more instruments in my house now than I have in the last 20 years. Uh, and and really, it's it's a wonderful thing. And it's also given me kind of some of that strength and power so that when I go back to my senior ambassador troop, I have some of that inspiration that I'm getting from Kay that I'm bringing on to younger kids, right? Yeah. Girl, Girl Scouts yeah. that doesn't end at grade 12 or the end of brownies or at whatever point people say, hmm, that was how far I went, done. Uh, it, it goes on. Yeah, and you know, it goes on and it goes, it, it boomerangs. Um, I ran into uh, a friend, um, I was actually at services for a Girl Scout who had passed away last week. And I ran into a friend who also was a colleague um, who uh, used to work here with us at Girl Scouts. And um, she, she was in charge of program when I was in college. So I was Goldilocks and she was running the programs at the time. 
Um, and then we became colleagues and, you know, we've sort of um, gone different directions for a little while. And we recently ran into each other. She lives not too far from me and she loves cooking. She is trained as a like cooking instructor. And I said, hey, actually, um, one of the girls mentioned that one of the things she'd like to do this year was like learn how to bake cookies. And I'm a terrible baker. And she's like, I would love, I would love to come, you know, come do something with your troop one day, you know? So it's this, there's a boomerang of it. There's a passing on of skills. Mm -hmm. um, you can be a volunteer without being a troop leader. She's still, yeah. you know, involved and, and pops up here and there. You can be a Girl Scout without being a volunteer. You can just come to alumni events and, mm -hmm. you know, see people and network and, um, but it's, you know, I think that, that, that that's really cool um, to kind of have that boomerang boomerang effect and I look forward I look forward someday to being that person who just kind of drops in you know I mentioned my troop leader um after we all graduated she still had our box of camping stuff which I'm pretty sure still has coat hanger fire sticks in it from when we were 10 um I think they're still in one piece I don't know um but she moved to a new area but she still had this chuck box of, of camping stuff and what she did when she moved to that town and said I don't have a troop but I have a lot of experience camping with Girl Scouts and I will be your troop camper if your troop needs somebody to go camping with them, right? So there's a lot of ways to kind of layer it on and stay involved in, in mm -hmm. different seasons of our life. We're more in it and sort of more on the outsides and getting different things that we need from it. That was her way mm -hmm. of being like, I still get to go camping. I still get to be with girls, you know, without the, she wasn't running a troop meeting every week. Mm -hmm. um, I think she's still probably doing it too, so. <laughs> Girl Scouting is is not a season, it's it's perennial. And uh, sometimes it, it slides into the background just a little bit, but then the opportunity kind of comes out again. And, and really it, it uh, makes our lives shine a little bit brighter, I think, when we're we're kind of in our Girl Scout shoes and, and doing our, our our stuff, whether that's STEM or camping or art or cooking or managing and developing and creating and you know pro programmatic stuff and big small. So last question for you, last question for everybody that comes on. Um, been in Girl Scouts now 30 years plus. Um, what's your favorite Girl Scout tradition? Can I have two? Of course. So one um, that is a perennial favorite because it serves so many purposes. Um, is singing to your point um mm -hmm. is there's a a sense of connection to a, a shared history when we sing songs um and they serve so many purposes right they can be ceremonial they can be really reflective they can also help you keep a group of 10 first graders entertained while everyone's taking <laughs> bathroom breaks in the hallway right. um you know and i uh, it's something that i really appreciate that i have uh, a wealth of songs I can just sort of pull out of my hat mm -hmm. um, and knowing that that's something that we can kind of keep passing on and giving them the, the, those tools. Um, mm -hmm. So I think broadly that is my ultimate um, all-time favorite. Um, but one that, and I'm probably going to uh, get a little screwed up, um, one tradition um, that we 
you know, you've actually been really instrumental in working on this with me and with some of the museum volunteers um, that we are trying to um, bring forth because it is, you know, we've done it sporadically, is this um, idea when a Girl Scout passes of a last friendship circle and Girl Scouts coming together to continue that sisterhood. And um, I just went to one last week for a volunteer was also a, a previous staff member and she'd been a volunteer for 40 or more years. She'd been a troop leader. She'd been mm -hmm. on the service team. She'd worked in our retail shop. She acted as a mentor, all those boomerang pieces we were just talking about, right? And all these mm -hmm. relationships. And, and there was a person there who had been in her troop who her daughter is now in Girl Scouting. And she had said, you know, I can't, I can't really be the troop leader. And couple of years later, she's the troop leader um, because the, the troop needed a, a leader. And she sort of said, hey, you know, this is going to keep this going. And she's mm -hmm. already done a couple of things that she is are not in her comfort zone that she pushed herself into because mm -hmm. she knew she had that connection to her, her past leader. And so she's showing her daughter, right, of trying these things that make me uncomfortable because it's important to keep trying those things and keep doing them and right. and this yes. generational passing on um so this idea of the last friendship circle and keeping that um honor honoring that experience and honoring um those girl scouts who have been with us a really long time i think is a that's a tradition that's been really hitting my heart recently yeah so. it, it it's a very powerful tradition you know i i asked the the favorite tradition question at the end of every podcast pretty much and so many times our friendship circle has been somebody's favorite. Um, I know when uh, my, I have a troop of girls who had never been Girl Scouts before high school and they love and take part in that friendship circle as actively as people who have been at it forever or are little and think it's cool. These girls get it and, and they they lead it and all those eyes close and they all make their wish. And my eyes stay open and I watch the squeeze pass and it gets back to whoever started it and they love the turnout, you know. Uh, it it's it's a connection. Girl Scouting is that connection, you know, where it's just kind of a little woven at times. And when we turn out, we don't let go right away, right? We let go and then we always come back to it. Uh, always part of what we do. So yes, uh, great traditions. Um, Danielle, thanks so much for coming on and talking about kind of, oh, the heart of Girl Scouts and um, kind of the spirit of why we do what we do. And uh, so I appreciate you, appreciate your time. Okay. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, and everybody at home, think about how you connect. Think about um, what your answer is if you're already in Girl Scouts and, you know, someone asks you about Girl Scouts, why do you do that? You know, why do you stay? Uh, you know, I thought you, you were done with that. You're not, you're not a kid anymore. Um, what's your answer? You know, ask me about Girl Scouts. Let me tell you about Girl Scouts and jump right in. So uh, think about your answer and then go out and tell people about Girl Scouts and not just for the kids, uh, 
get those adults involved too, because really we can't continue the organization without grownups, right? Without grownups who love and are passionate about it. Everybody, uh, Danielle, you want to say ciao? Ciao. Bye. Ciao, Thank you. Bye. <laughs> and everybody at home, thanks a bunch for listening. And remember, as always, you can't be blue if you keep me clean. Bye-bye, everybody.